good, man. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Beneath the Surface. I'm yours truly, Rick. We're here with Cam, the artisan. Thank you for saying my name right. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of people say my name right. Oh man, oh, how you doing, man? How do, you got here safe, all that good stuff? Yeah, everything, uh, the ride was smooth. Uh, it was actually quicker to get here than I thought it would be. It was for only real? like 20 minutes. So. Yeah, see the thing, the thing about this is a lot of people be like, bro, you stay far. And I'm like, do I really stay that far? Like, well, I, I came <laughs> from, I'm, I came from work. So uh -huh. I work at Cumberland. Uh, so like if I would have left from my house, then it would definitely would have been far because mm -hmm. I actually stay in College Park. Oh, snap. so that would have probably been like a 40, 50 minute drive. Yeah, well, good, good thing you have to do that. But yeah, I'm glad you came out here, man. I definitely wanted to get you on beneath the surface because you are a young man that is really, really making a way for yourself. And I hear it in your music. We're gonna get to your music, all that good stuff. And I, I was just like, yeah. Him, because I don't have everybody on here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm definitely glad that you, you know, you were able to come through and all that. Yeah, of course, man. Um, I wanted to start off by congratulating you on your Sprite campaign. Thank you. Appreciate yes, it. Yes, man. That was, that was really exciting to see Thank for you. you. Tell me how uh, that came about, where you got the news, how you felt, all that. Uh, so, yeah, they, they emailed me and, um, like, I guess there was, like, an initial round or whatever, and then... The initial, the initial round, they were just basically asking like why I feel like I would be a good candidate for their campaign, mm -hmm. and so you know I I came up with my little Caucasian answer like well I feel like this because I strongly strongly believe, and uh, so I emailed them back. Uh, they hit me back. They were just saying yeah we uh, we're gonna end up we're gonna end up putting everything on the 11th. Uh, which is this past Sunday, mm -hmm. uh, just sent us a video. Um, they sent me like a, a document to like sign or whatever. Uh, it was a lot, like I wasn't expecting it. Like mm -hmm. it was just, for me, it was kind of refreshing because like knowing that like people are like looking at what I'm doing, especially cause like a lot of times I'll just feel like I'm not doing enough. Right. But for like people at Sprite to like see what I'm doing and for them to reach out, like that's crazy. So. Uh, once they hit me and I hit them back, like they got all the details from me, and then it just went from there. And then the video posted on Sunday. I was just like, oh wow, that's that's yeah. crazy, that's crazy. Yeah, and they also put you on the playlist, right? Yeah, they did the uh, Sprightway playlist. Um, that's yeah, crazy. I mean, they kind of they kind of got me a little low, but I mean, it's, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> that's crazy, man. Because I was like, you know, I feel like once you start. I feel like you should always have like that self-validation that you know I, I'm out here, I'm doing it, and you know, kind of pat yourself on the back. Right. But it definitely feels good like when you start getting acknowledged from definitely. Definitely. other people. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Now you're from East Atlanta, right? I, originally, I am. Yes. I didn't. I didn't grow up. You know, too too long over there. I left from over there when I was five. Okay. So like I. I really don't even like telling people I'm from the east side because it's like, well, what, what high school you went to? Like, I ain't see you around. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because I left when exactly. I was a kid, but that, that is where I'm actually from. Like, okay. I was there long enough to at least say that I'm from that area. Uh, so after that, once once I turned six, uh, me and my family, we moved to Grand Prairie, Texas. 
Uh, okay. We was out there for four years, and then we moved back to the west side, uh, like Austell, Cobb County area. Yeah. Um, and then after I graduated from high school in 2015, we moved to College Park, where we're at now. Okay, okay. So we, we did a little moving around. All right, what high school did you graduate from? Uh, I went to McEachern, actually, in Powder Springs. Snap. Yeah. I know, I think, I feel like I know people from there. I went to Walton, so if you know where that is. I've, I've heard of Walton. Um, Our rival school was Wheeler. Right, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Lord, how was high school for you? Um, <laughs> it was it was a challenge, honestly. Like, I feel like, I honestly feel like high school molded me into, like, the artist that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I had two options. My options were to either go to Pebble Brook or to go to McEachern. Mm-hmm. And the majority of my friends were going to McEachern. So I was just like, I'm not trying to go to Pebble Brook. Like, that's just not the way for me. Yeah. Um, and that's when I, that's not when I first started rapping, but that's when I like took it serious because I had other people that actually wanted to rap as well. Mm-hmm. So like I was kind of nervous to do it growing up because I was just like I'm the only person doing it like what's the point? But then when I I was around other people that did it, it kind of like put me in a mindset of just like oh okay well like I have other people that like support me and like that do the same thing that I do so like right. yeah let's let's run it. And I mean I wasn't the coolest kid in high school, but like. I can kind of see now that like where I'm at in my career now, like a lot of people that I did graduate with or people that I did go to high school with, like they're kind of like on the wave now. They're like, oh, I remember seeing you around, like da 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 da. Like I didn't know you made music, like, you know, it, it, it pretty much happens to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody. Yeah, lower high school. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't like high school. It was like I, feel it. I, feel I was. It. I felt like a bunch of people wanted to be something that they weren't. That they weren't. Yeah. Definitely. And it's like. But yeah, so now I look back at everybody like, and it's crazy because now recently a lot of people from high school have been popping up. Yeah. Randomly. Like random. Yeah, randomly. And, and I've been like. I really don't know you like that no more. And you and since high school, like. Right. Right. I graduated 2014. Okay. So. So you, yeah. Yeah. It's been, that's a long time frame. So, yeah. So, do you have, you have a musical family, right? Your family. Yeah. Um, your dad was in church. Yeah. So, my dad, dad plays, to this day, he plays keyboard for churches, like, around Atlanta. My mom mm-hmm. sings in the choir at our church, uh, Word of Faith in Austell. Uh, my sister is a music artist. She signed to uh, Wonderland, which is Janelle Monae's label. Uh, That's who I'm missing too. Yeah, um, I'm missing her up there. I have one of her <laughs> albums, but yeah, she yeah. Uh, they're 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 about to release something soon, so you could probably get that one. That's um, who else? I have a I have a cousin in Texas. He was in like a gospel singing group like back in the day, like in the '80s. Um, all of my aunts, literally all of my aunts, like, sing in the choir, mm-hmm. like, on my mom's side. I don't really know too much on my dad's side. My dad tells me that my grandfather, like, could sing really well. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like you have a musical side on this side, and then you have a musical side on this side, and it just, like, came together, and it just, yeah. it was just instilled into me. So, growing up, I'm, I'm assuming that music was always very important in your house. Always. Like, there was, there's not a day... I can't think of a day where I haven't listened to music, like, 
whether it be like my parents playing it in the house or like my mom just singing or mm -hmm. my dad singing or my sister is in her room playing like guitar or something like it's it's always like for the past 21 years it's always been that and like i i pride my parents too because they always play like i feel like really good soulful music mm -hmm. and i feel like that's kind of like what molded me into like the kind of music that I make now, because it's like I feel like my music is very soulful and like it hits the it hits the soul, it hits the heart. Yeah, definitely. What were some of the the music that you would hear in your household when you were growing oh up? Oh my God, uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, The Barge, Temptations. Uh, my dad would play. Temptations. My, my dad would play Ludacris every now and then. Uh huh. Um, let me see. My my sister was a big uh, my sister was a huge Amy Winehouse fan, oh, man. huge Amy Winehouse fan. Yeah. Um, it's just like just a bunch of just like old school like classics. Like I like that definitely. Yeah, definitely. Cause a lot of people say I got an old soul. Yeah, right? cause same, I, same. I like I like new stuff, but I definitely like my eighties, right? A little bit of seventies, you know what I mean? Definitely. I just feel like. It, it was more meaningful, you know what I mean? Like Definitely. it wasn't singing about just random stuff. Like they was always singing about something that was they were passionate about. Right. And that stuck with you longer than, you know, cars and, and, and all that. Jewelry and like, cause honestly, like even like the very first rapper that I started listening to, like Eminem, like he wasn't even like rapping about stuff like that. Yeah. So that's kind of like also why I feel like that's kind of like not my niche to like rap about cars women clothes mm -hmm. that's just like for one i didn't grow up on that kind of music and two like those those things really don't like they don't shape who i am as a person like mm -hmm. i'm my own person like they don't they don't motivate me to make music uh if if i can say that like it's a lot of people that i know like things like that it motivates them to make music and i don't i, I mean i understand why but it's just not like that for me yeah now you said your sister, your older sister, is in music too. She's in a group, right? Yep, Saint Beauty. Saint Beauty. Yep. Um, what has have what have you learned from her? Have you learned anything about, you know, creating music and things like that? Um, on the creative side, no, because I feel like when you're when you're trying to create something, it should always like be your own. Uh, it should just be like your own like way of doing it. Like I feel like there's no like blueprint to create. Right. Like I feel like everybody has their own like way to do things. But for her, she taught me a lot about like on the on the business as uh, aspect. Okay. Um, and just like making sure that like she 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 really like gives me a lot of game and pointers on just like like industry and like how like labels work and how like different like different what am i trying to say just like just different and stuff. yeah like the politics of of the music industry like yeah. she she runs a lot of game on that like to me and like honestly i appreciate it because like we'll just be having a random conversation about like i don't know like food and then she'll just be like yeah well like this reminds me of this one time i was with da -da -da, and like, <laughs> so like she like it's it's kind of like a habit for her at this point because i guess she she sees that i'm doing well and she just wants to make sure like i succeed yeah definitely i definitely feel like that's more important 
I mean, the music aspect is important too, but that's your passion. Like you're Definitely. always gonna have a drive for that. Definitely. But a lot of people, especially artists, neglect the the business side and right. how where the money's coming from, where the money's going. Right. And a lot of artists, I feel like, definitely should. And they should teach a class mm, <laughs> on I mean, the business side because a lot of these artists they getting they getting played by yeah, labels played, and, and things like that. So, so that's what's up that you're. I hate to see it, but yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. All right. So you graduate high school and you release your first single, "Swim." Mm -hmm. Take me back to that time when. You released that single. What was your mindset? What was going on in your life? Wow! During that time, yeah, you you dug deep on that one. Um, so swim is is funny because like I've been making music. I've actually been making music since my freshman year, but I didn't really release my because I was in two different groups throughout high school. Mm -hmm. uh, the first group was like called OSMG, Outer Space Music Group, and then the second group I was in was called the Superbians. And long story short, I wanted like I just wanted to drop a project and like when I when I first created Swim, like I was just like I want this to be the song that like I don't even want this to be a single, I want this to be the song in the middle of the project that like people are like, yo, that's like why is this not a single but it's the best song on the project? Mm -hmm. Um that was the plan for it, but once I once I graduated and everything, like I kind of got in a place where I was just like, okay, like it's kind of crunch time. Like I need to do something. So I was just like, screw it. I'm gonna just drop "Swim." This is probably like my favorite song out of all the other songs that I've made so far. Um, "Swim." "Swim" is actually a fun fact about "Swim." I actually recorded that entire thing. I, I had like strep throat or something like that. I had strep throat when I recorded cause like that's how bad I wanted to record it. That's crazy. That's, that's how bad I wanted to record it. That's crazy. I had strep throat once. That shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you take me back, bro? I that was horrible. Cause I remember I could not swallow. No, I could. And I just kept having this. It, it's it's a terrible feeling. I, it was it was, it was really bad. But like <laughs> it was the the reason why I did it was because that was literally like the only time. I had the entire house to myself. Mm -hmm. Like this is before like my sister knew that I was like really like making music for real. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I really don't want nobody to know like I'm trying to like be a rapper or whatever. Yeah. Cause like when you grow up in like a in a you know a churchy like upbringing, like that's kind of not the way. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, nobody's home. I have like 25, 30 minutes to record this song. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm sick, but I don't care. That's and dope. that's that's how swim came about. That's dope. That's dope. That's yeah. <laughs> Strep throat, bro. Strep throat. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it vividly. That's crazy, man. All right, now, bliss, man. Bliss. <laughs> I wanted to start off by saying, one, bliss is a very interesting song because there's a lot of meaning to it. Yeah. And for this to be your song, your first of many mm -hmm. that has surpassed a million streams on Spotify. Yeah. You know, a lot I, I know that is like something that artists could only dream to have. All right. Let's talk we're going to talk about that itself and then we're going to go to the actual record. How did that accolade feel for you? Uh I mean it was it was breathtaking, honestly, like 
when it i mean i'm pretty sure you saw my instagram the day that i like posted it like i, yeah. I was just so i was happy because like i know a lot of artists that are signed to labels i know a lot of people that like have label pushes but they don't even have songs over a million yeah so it's like for me to be an independent artist for me to have like a you know a sem semi-small fan base um and for like the record to shoot like that i mean of course like it took like a year and some change yeah but like even then like the fact that it even happened like not a not a lot of people like i know people that have been making music longer than me a lot of people that are a lot older than me that are making music and they haven't even hit a million streams like on one of their songs yeah so i was just like bro like well like i didn't even know what to do like yeah. it was it was it's kind of like it's kind of like when you get your first car it's kind of like for whoever's married like once you get married it's like a feeling that you just can't explain mm -hmm. and i kind of like broke down in tears a little bit because at first i didn't even want to drop the song like really i didn't i did not want to drop that song and the reason why was because i felt like it was just too personal like, I felt like I was kind of talking to myself when I wrote it. Yeah. But, I mean, thankfully, I have friends that that push me, like, way harder than, like, they need to push me sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I appreciate them because, like, now I've hit an accolade that a lot of other people have not hit yet. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm just really proud of myself, right. honestly. And for a song like that, like a lot of a lot of songs that you know catch waves is one of them. Tatiana, something like yeah. just it's a good record, but it ain't got no meaning it's, to it's it. It's not gonna stick. Yeah, in the long run. yeah. And you said it took over a year. Like music is forever, man. Yeah, like, definitely. Definitely shouldn't be discouraged on how long it takes a song to pop because a song is gonna last longer than we will. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Now, now that we got the, that good achievement. <laughs> Tell me about the actual record. How did the actual record come about? Um, so I wrote, it took me, it took me three months to write the song. Um, and I, I just kind of felt like I need to write something that's a lot more personal. Mm -hmm. Cause at that time, like I had swim out, I had a, like a little three song EP I had out at the time. Then I had vibe out lady out. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, maybe I need to do something a little more personal. Uh, took me three months to write it, but I knew, I knew what the concept was for it. And once I heard the beat, like I kind of knew like what direction I wanted to go with it. Okay. Um, honestly, like I had the, I had the initial melody in my head. It was kind of swirling around like way before I even like made the song, but once i heard the beat like and it fit i was just like yeah this is this is what's gonna happen that's how i'm gonna do it mm -hmm. uh so i did the melody um finished up the the bridges and everything in the verse and i just kept playing it over and over because i was just like bro i don't think people are gonna like this song like this song is not like it's just something about the song it's just not sticking with me right now mm -hmm. so um i played it for a couple friends and they're just like bro like mind you like i had friend i had this one friend uh shout out to chris 
Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Chris. What's up? <laughs> um, I didn't even like, I didn't even have the song finished. I just played him the beat. He was just like, bro, that's a hit. Like off rip. He just said, bro, that's a hit. And at the time I was in college, I went to Atlanta Art Institute. Uh-huh. Um, and I was playing it like in class because we were waiting on the teacher to get finished, like doing something. Okay. And then the teacher heard it. He was like, but that's a, that's a nice beat, bro. Like, what are, you, what are you gonna do with that? I was like, yeah, I'm gonna probably do a song to it or something. He was, and like, mind you, like, the school that I went to, like, it's a lot of like audio and just like musical higher ups that like teach there. Yeah. So like, my teacher was just like, yo, like, I mean, bro, like, if you if you want me to mix and master it for you, like, I'll do do it for you, no charge. Like, mind you, like, he makes a ton of money like mixing and mastering for like big artists like, right. on a daily i'm just like what like what are you talking about like bro you don't have to you don't have to do that like he was just like no like this like i i can definitely like see something like major with this song so i was like all right screw it so i was just like but that's not telling me nothing because yeah. like it was just the beat playing yeah then once i finished up the verses um Played it for my other friends. Uh, shout out to Desmond and Deshaun. Um, they were just like, bro, like this, this is the one, bro. Like, they was like, vibe out, lady is five, like swimming is five, but this is like beyond five, bro. And because they joke a lot, like mm -hmm. they just be joking all the time. So I was like, bro, y'all not serious, bro. Yeah, like, y'all, what are y'all talking about? Yeah. So. I just kept playing it over and over. I kept playing it for people. And like, they just kept saying the same thing. Like, dude, this is like the one. I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm drop it. I'm gonna do a video for it. And I'm gonna just go from there. Right. Just go from there. So I shot the video. The very, the very first day that I dropped the song, <laughs> It was it was funny because like it wasn't even on streaming platforms the first day it came out. I just had the video out because I guess it was like a miscommunication mm -hmm. with like the the distributor or whatever. So it ended up not being on streaming platforms until the day after like I quote unquote officially released it. Mm -hmm. But I feel like that helped the song even more because like it forced people to watch the video. Yeah. And who directed the video? Uh, shout out to my boy Wolf in Powder Springs. Uh, What's up, Wolf? Wolf, he, uh, Wolf shot the Bliss video, and he also shot the cover for Hughes as well. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Wolf is Wolf is Wolf is dope. Yeah, definitely okay. dope. Um, but yeah, like it forced it forced everybody to watch the video, and I feel like for everybody that did watch the video, they kind of like got it. Yeah, and. I feel like that's what would push the song a lot. Yeah, yeah. At least in Atlanta. Yeah. And then once it gained, once it, once it gained a little bit of attraction in Atlanta, um, and I just started like doing a bunch of shows and performing the song or whatever, like just out of nowhere, like that's when like the numbers just started running up, like, cause I. It got added to like a bunch of different like Spotify playlists, like without me like having to sign up for anything. Mm -hmm. So like normally you gotta like know a plug for stuff like that. Yeah. But just like by the grace of God, like it was on like a whole bunch of like different like like Spotify made Spotify playlists too. Like yeah. not just like you know regular people. Like these were Spotify curated playlists. Mm -hmm. 
And I was just like, okay, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> I don't know if this is like a, a mishap or something. Uh -huh. And then once it hit that first 100,000, I was just like, yeah, this probably gonna, this probably gonna kick a little bit. So I did like some Instagram promotions for it. Uh, did it like overseas, LA, New York, uh -huh. and then it like kind of popped again. Like it like it popped and then it popped again, mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden I'm getting like a bunch of followers from all over the country, all over like the world. Like, dude, this song is amazing. Like, I was literally like, people are telling me like that they were like in the process of like killing themselves and like they heard the song for the first time, like they just like snapped out of it. Like it was. Like to this day, bro, like I really don't even understand like how it hit people like the way that it did. But I mean, I'm, I'm just grateful. I'm thankful, honestly. That's like every artist's dream. <laughs> For real. Definitely. When, it, when music can hit that hard. Yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, so now we are at Hughes. Mm -hmm. Your debut project. Yes very first project before we actually get into the music talk about the production who'd you work with and yeah uh so most of the production is um by this producer that i know uh named donato beats mm -hmm. so shout out to donato um donato man donato impresses me every time mm -hmm. once once i hear a beat from him because like he like he has the production that I like that I fiend for. I I, I would I would use that term. Um, I like it's just like it's a certain way that I like my drums to hit because uh -huh. uh, I play drums. So like I kind of know how like certain beat patterns work with certain sounds. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just like he just knows how to do it like not like consistently. Um, so he produced Intro Hurt, Where You At, Sully, False Love, and he produced Vibe Out Lady. Mm -hmm. He produced those five. Uh, and then shout out to Tanya. He was uh, featured on three of the songs on the project. Uh, Tanya produced the Mary Jane remix, and he produced Saturdays. Um, which is sadder days. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> right. But no, nah, like I definitely wanted to I definitely wanted to do that because um one for one I felt like it was different. I felt like nobody like did anything yeah. like that. At least I haven't found yeah. anyone that did anything like that. And like it made sense though. Yeah. I wrote it. Like I wanted to make it I wanted to make the entire song a metaphor, so that's why I named it that way. Mm-hmm. Um who else? Shout out to um, Ricardo Lopez. He made Stress. Shout out to Amani. He made Bliss. Shout out to Jabari on the beat. Uh, he made Hughes. Uh, am I missing anything? I feel like I am. Shout out to Suave for making Worth It, man. Uh, that's that's one of my <laughs> rapper homies. He just got signed to Metro Boomin. Shout out to him. Shout out. Um, now to the feature. Shout out to Tanya again. Uh, for snapping on every feature. Shout out to ZMR for the Bliss feature. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Aji on the Selly feature. I think that's it. Yeah, I only had like three features on mm -hmm. the project. Yeah. You seem like you seem like an artist where you you would be very um, 
particular of who hops on your project. Yeah. Definitely. I could see you doing like a full project with no features. That's, it just seemed like yeah. something you would do. Yeah, I mean, cause like for me, like I know what I want to do before I like finish it. Yeah. So it's like, I don't need somebody else's like, depending on the song, like I wouldn't need another verse from somebody else if I'm like saying everything that I wanted to say uh -huh. on my song. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I feel like if if you can accent the song in a way and like help it like go from a five to a ten, then like definitely let's do it. But more or less, like I know what I want to do with like my music, and like I'm just really picky on like who I who I work with, honestly. Yeah, definitely. I feel like you gotta be. All right. So as far as like shoes as a body of work. Mm -hmm. Throughout the the project, you have different voicemails and a lot of people congratulating you, showing you love and checking up on you. Mm. All in all, like, yeah, that's kind of how, like, it was, like, in my life. Like, when it went from, hey, just checking on you, making sure you're good, to, like, okay, I'm worried about you, like, what's going on? Yeah. Because um, it's been, a, like, a lot of things that's just been going on in my life to where like I'll pop out and then like people won't see me for like months and then I don't like text nobody back and I don't like call anyone and yeah. people are just like, they just get worried. So I felt like that was something that I wanted to add to the project because I felt like it was important because like I'm giving y'all like how I'm feeling, but it's like the, the emotional side of it in regards to like how other people were feeling when I was feeling like this, I felt like that kind of like added more depth to the project. Yeah. So why do you think you do that? What? Exactly? Detach yourself from? Um, I'm not sure. Like, I just feel like, for one, like, I, I really feel like people don't really care, like, that I go through certain things or like just certain things like pop up in my life. So it's like, what's the point of like talking to anyone about it? Like, I just like, and I just like disappear. And like, I'm not the kind of person that's like funny with people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if I'm not like feeling good or if I don't like feel like talking to anyone, like I'm not gonna like go to head to the party and then try to like drink it away or like smoke it away or like party, party it off. like. It's like, nah, like it's not gonna happen. Like that, I'm just not that kind of person where yeah. I could just like fake it. And even just like, if I am feeling down and like people are like, oh, like cheer up, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I can't, like this is this is how I feel. Yeah. Like you can't, you can't make me feel a way that I don't feel. Um, so I was just like, that's why I just detached myself and I just like didn't go out for a while because it was like, what's like, what's the point? like. I need to work on what I got going on before I can just like go out and have fun or whatever. Right. Man, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's real. It's real though, yeah, because, yeah, it's definitely real because not everybody can put on like a face and. and yeah, definitely. You gotta respect people that are their true emotions will show. Right. You know, you never have to question whether they're feeling a certain way. A lot of people say, I'm good when- They're really not. When they're really not. Yeah. So, yeah. You have a track on Hughes called False Love. Mm -hmm. Now I was listening to that and that that record was, was connecting with me because now that I've started this um, 
beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. So many people have been coming up to me talking about, you know, how they support me and how they're going to watch and how they're right. going to share and how this, all this. Yeah. Um, and, but yet, you know, I've been doing YouTube for like three years, mm -hmm. you know, and it seems like I'm just now starting out. Like I've been doing this, you right. know what I mean? Definitely. And, but, and when it comes time for them to like show and, and all that, like it's nothing. Yeah. How do you know when support from people is genuine or if they just doing it? Um, it just depends. Like, it depends on like what goes on like around it. So, like, f say for example, say if I dropped Hughes yesterday, and mm -hmm. no, take that back. Say if I dropped Hughes Saturday, and then the Sprite thing came out on Sunday. Like, so normally, like the people that really like support support, they would like repost it that Saturday that the project came out. Uh -huh. But then, like, other people wouldn't repost it until, like, after that Sunday. So today is, what, Tuesday? Mm -hmm. so they probably wouldn't post it until today because they saw the Sprite video on Sunday. So it's like, I can I can kind of decipher that. It's just like, well, you were on Instagram when I dropped the project because I remember because you made a post, like, yeah. about something on your page that <laughs> right. same day. So you, you saw it. Plus, we have a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. So like you definitely would have saw it, mm -hmm. but I feel like at that point they're just like, oh, I'll just repost it because like I want to see how he got the sprite campaign, or I want to see how like I can get put on the next project, or just something like that. Right. Um, I can I can kind of tell, but like when I when I made the song, it wasn't even about that aspect. It was more so just like how I was saying earlier, how like now that there's now that i'm like at a point where i'm at now in my career like there are a lot of people that i went to high school with that's just like popping up like out of nowhere mm -hmm. um i had somebody like dm me the other day um like when i was in math class like bro would just like just try to like flame on me like all the time mm -hmm. like and i didn't even know bro like that right um like i had no beef with him like i didn't i didn't know him but it's just like why are you trying to like crack jokes i guess because like your friends are on the other side and you're sitting with all of them so you're just trying to make them laugh or something. right and so like bro hit me like he dm me he was just like yo bro like where do you record at like i want to know like because your production is a1 da 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 it's like bro I, I remember like what you did in high school bro like I didn't like, I haven't responded to him. I probably would never respond to him. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's like little stuff like that. Like I can, I could pick up on really easily. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff that you go through, like, because especially going back to high school, like everybody's high school is its own like little world. Yeah, definitely. And people in high school don't realize that once you leave, even your best bud yeah gone you know switch on you or we'll go or we'll move across country or something like that now yeah. you now you by yourself by that's yourself. where you realize you by yourself right you know what i mean definitely so yeah you have um a record the title track right Hughes. yes i'm gonna say a lyric and i want you to elaborate on it all right yeah okay I'm not a rapper. <laughs> All right. It says, I've been dealing with different Langston hues. It seems the primary color of my point of view has been mostly blues. 
That's depression. Sadness has mainly been a reflection of my character since an adolescent. What puts you in that state? Um, first and foremost, I do want to say that is my favorite line on that entire song. Um, and it's funny because <laughs> I literally like the spoken word part of the song. Like I literally wrote that in like a minute. Like I was literally like in the studio, I recorded the first verse, but I was just like, oh, I didn't finish the spoken word part. Uh -huh. So I was like, hold on, let me finish this. And I literally like finished it in like a minute. Um, but the, the I've been dealing with different Lang Langston Hughes part. Of course, that's the play on words with, with his name. Is um, <laughs> the play of words in his name. Yeah, uh, that was fire. Appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, also, it seems the primary color of my point of view has been mostly blue. That's another play on words because, you know, blue is a primary color in mm -hmm. the color. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but no, so like when I when I made the project, like my whole goal was to like have a color represent like an emotion. And so like blue was like the emotion for sadness. Right. So like if you could like go back through the track list and you can... I didn't I didn't really give any like specifics but like for me I know so like of course bliss would be yellow mm -hmm. like because like the color yellow signifies happiness most of the time but that's something that I lack right um blue is for sadness red is for anger um and obviously like the color the cover of the album is red and blue because I've been dealing with mostly sadness and anger so that's kind of why I like try to put the two together mm -hmm. um but um at least for me like growing up um i always felt like i could have been happier growing up and not saying that like my living situation or just like anything of that nature had anything to do with it i just felt like overall like as a child like i wasn't i just wasn't satisfied with a lot of things because I feel like even as a child, I knew what I wanted to like, I know what kind of impact I want to have on the world. So it's just like, of course you want to like do impactful things as a kid, but you can't cause you're a kid. Right. Um, it's just like, you want to like help your parents with like rent or you want to, uh, you know, buy something nice for your mom for Christmas, but you can't cause like you, ain't got no money. you don't have no money. Like you're, you're a kid. Yep. So that's kind of like how I've been feeling uh like growing up and i don't know i just feel like a lot of people don't really they don't um they don't understand what they have until like it's gone like and i think about it all the time like i could i could not have a home i could not you know have any functioning limbs i could not do this or do that like and I forget to be grateful a lot of times because I have to realize like God has given me a gift to where like I can change like all of that like once I get to a certain point mm -hmm. and I feel like once I wrote that line it was kind of like a reflection on me um, just knowing that like bro like you you've done so much in like three years because I really like I don't like to say I took music seriously three years ago. I like to say that I started understanding what I was doing as an artist three years ago. Yeah. 
Um, so it's like I've done so much within the past three years that a lot of people haven't done in, you know, five, six or seven. So it's kind of it's kind of like overwhelming to think of the fact that, yo, like you you think you can do better, but you've done a lot already. So like that's that's kind of what that line means to me. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Appreciate it. All right, Cam. How does your music go beneath the surface? In terms of what exactly? In terms of how is it not just a regular song? Like what separates your song from any other song in that Sprite playlist? Mm. I feel like I, 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 I feel music like I don't I don't make music just because like I, I have to feel something in order for them, for me to like start a song or finish a song like each each song on that project. I kind of had a feeling about something or like even just hearing the beat like I felt something enough to where like this is what I want the song to be about. This is how I want to like go about you know writing the song and this is how I want the song to feel for other people like it's it's all about feeling for me and I feel like that's kind of why like Hughes resonates with a lot of people as well because like the the project came out of just like pure like feeling like it didn't come because I was just like oh I'm gonna just make a bunch of songs and I'm going to just put them out and see what happens like I'm, I'm a very conceptual person. So mm -hmm. like, I wanted to make sure like I had a concept down and I wanted to make sure that like everything like lined up how it should before I released this project. Right. Um, I never want to make a project with just a bunch of random songs that I had like stashed somewhere and then just call it a project. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know, that's how I feel. That's what I feel. Okay. Now, I would normally, you know, ask an artist, you know, when are they coming out with new music? Um, mm -hmm. What's the next music we will hear from you? But when I listen to Hughes, it was definitely a body of work that I feel like you should push. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, I know like music is something that you can always create, right. but I definitely would want you to like push Hughes as far as it can go, right. I know you're about to come out with um, another visual. Yeah, so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just definitely want as many people to get this, a hold of this project. Same. Because it's fire, man. Thank you, bro. Appreciate no it. No problem. Thank you. Um, if anybody wanted to listen to your music, where could they find it? Uh, you can find me on any social media platform, any streaming platform at Cam the Artisan. That's C A M T H E. A-R-T-I-S-A-N. All right. And where can they follow you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. The same handle, Cam the Artisan. At Cam the Artisan. All right. All yep. right. Say less. Thank you, Cam. Thank you. Bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. Like, for real. <laughs> no problem, bro. Appreciate you for having yeah. me. Yeah. Y'all definitely make sure y'all go stream his music. Definitely make sure y'all follow. All that good stuff. Please. I am Rick. This is Cam. You just watched Beneath the Surface. And we'll see you next time. Yeah. Hey! <laughs>
<laughs> well, I appreciate that. No problem, man. I'm